Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Part of what happened was luck because his sister-in-law was a park ranger because all these other factors. The other piece though, is I was, I was ready. I was good enough where I could make an offer that I could back up and I asked. So those are, those are, yes, there was some luck, but you make your own luck quite often Two, I was ready for the opportunity when it came and three that you One of the ways you become more successful, or there's two, I'll say two. One of them is to ask more and two is to offer more. Hey, Rudder Nation. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Rut, the podcast that shares encouraging stories and practical tools to help pull you out of your rut into a life worth living in the areas of your faith, your family, and your career or business. I'm your host, Jerry Dugan. And on this episode, we have Jody Mayberry joining us. I've met Jody from years past where I was listening to an episode of Starve the Doubts. He was talking with Jared Easley and some other guy, and they were talking about this like whole thing about do you even lift, bro? And for some reason, Jody just happened to be digging into a jar of Nutella. Somebody saw that on the call and said, well, in Jody's case, it's do you even Nutella, bro? And that is how I met them because I laughed so hard. I almost got into a wreck. I had to pull over. And I tweeted to Jared and to Jody, and I said, hey, that cracked me up. Hashtag, do you even Nutella bro? And that started a friendship that has lasted over a decade so far and growing. Uh, but that's not the important part. The thing is, Jody helps people deliver their message to deliver their brand through podcasting. He started with working with a guy named Lee Cockrell, whom you've heard on this show in the past. Jody is the host of that show, the producer of that show. And he's been mentored by Lee Cockrell as a process, as part of that process. He now helps produce multiple shows, many of them business, uh, business leaders from the Walt Disney Company, and they all mentor him in some way. So we're talking about mentorship and mastermind groups or networking groups. So what's the difference? Why do you need both? How do they help you grow in your career, in your business, and in life? So sit back and relax as I have this conversation with Jody Mayberry about mentors and masterminds. Here we go. All right. Hey, Jody, thanks for calling in from Washington. How are you doing? I am great, Jerry. We are having a fabulous October here. We're not here to talk about the weather. I know that. But when it's October and not raining in the state of Washington, it is a glorious day. Nice. It's kind of like in Texas when it's not a three-digit temperature. (sighs) It's a cold front. It's nice. (laughs) So I think we're in like the 80s right now uh, in in our neck of the woods. Neck of the woods. Oh, my gosh. I am truly a Texan. I have to tell my wife. Uh, So this is officially your third time on the show. So this is your three-peat moment. Uh, Now, we found a way to take those two interviews and kind of stretch them out into multiple parts. Uh, But that's not the point. The point is we got you back. And on this particular episode, uh, you've been doing a lot. And I, I just 
when I see what you're working on and I see the experiences you're having, uh, there are two things that pop into mind uh, around the idea of achieving goals, and that is uh, mentors and masterminds. So this is my hope is that we have like a mentorship versus mastermind kind of discussion. It's not one or the other, but just you know, what's the difference between the two? How do they help you achieve your goals and all that good stuff? And uh, so I guess to kick it off, mentoring um, you yourself, you have uh, your own show, the Jody Mayberry show, and you have another one, Park Leader Show. Uh, but then the one that really has exposed you to a mentor is creating Disney magic. Uh, and you've talked about it in the past, but just remind folks, and especially, you know, let folks know who are hearing you for the first time, you know, how has podcasting opened you up to mentors? Oh, Jerry, I, I almost feel like I'm just making up a story when I tell this because <laughs> it's it's so unlikely. When I started my first podcast, which was the Park Leader Show, I had no idea where podcasting would take me. But one place it did take me was to meet Lee Cockerell, who was the executive vice president of Walt Disney World for 10 years. So for 10 years, he ran Disney World, the whole thing. Disney World is the size of San Francisco at the time had 45,000 employees and Lee Cockrell was it. He, he ran the whole thing. I reached out to him, asked him to come on the show to be a park or to talk to park rangers and had no idea his sister-in-law had been a park ranger for 30 years. So he was willing to come on the show. I mean, that was a bit of luck, wasn't it? That, yeah. That it happened that way. And we, he did a great job. I asked him to come back a second time, talk about a second book and that just led to us doing a show together. Now we're at over 400 episodes. I, I don't, off the top of my head, I don't remember how many. Over 400 episodes. And it, it led to doing live events together, doing the Cockerel Academy together. We've done so much together. So he's he's been a business partner, a friend, and most importantly, a, a mentor. Because he has he's seen it all. He's done it all. And I get the chance to... Come to him for any question I have, not just business, but family and parenting and relationships and finance, anything. I, I get to come to him. And that's the great thing about a mentor. You haven't asked this yet because we are still talking about podcasting, but it came to mind. So I'm going to tell you, that's yeah. one of the great things about a mentor is so much of it is tailored to you personally. So there are different, at least a classic mentor, what you think of when you think of a mentor, that's one of the great things is that it is tailored. And I can ask Lee individual questions about whatever is going on. And so the, jumping ahead a little bit, just to talk about that, when it comes to achieving goals and you have access to a mentor and you can come and say, I'm struggling with this, or I'm facing something I've not seen before. Can you help me out? That's what I've really got the most out of a mentor. Now we can jump right back into podcasting because <laughs> you, that was the question you asked. Podcasting exposed me to different things. Well, yeah. that has been the biggest one because I started with the Park Leader Show. The second show was Creating Disney Magic with Lee Cockerell, and that show has been wildly popular. Exposed me to to so many people. In fact, I was I was Lee and I were having coffee at coffee for the soul in Orlando. And someone came up from behind me to introduce themselves because he recognized my voice. Oh, wow. The show. I mean, how, how crazy is that? <laughs> Things like that happening. I mean, it's a very distinctive voice too, by the way. Uh, now, 
the way you approached Lee about the show is also a big you know, nugget for folks to take away. And, and Jody hadn't mentioned it yet, but uh, you know, the, the story, the legend is uh, that Jody went to Lee and said, Hey, you ought to have a podcast. Uh, I could, you know, host it for you. You'd be on there and you basically are do the wisdom in it. And uh, I'm probably butchering the story itself, but Lee basically said, yes, I'll do it. As long as you're doing the work, you, know, you, you, you set up the recording, you edit, you get it out there. I'll be on there with you. And uh, did I get that right? That's right. And I'm going to, I'm going to retell it, Jerry, just not that you're not that far off, but I want to <laughs> retell it just so I can highlight something. Yeah. N- normally I'd say, yeah, you're right. Jerry. That's how it <laughs> but, but there's something here I want to highlight is after the second episode, I really enjoyed Lee. He, I, he had now been on two episodes the feedback was great. People really liked him. And I thought, gosh, if Lee had a podcast, I would listen to it as if that would be enough reason to convince him to do it. But I said, Lee, have you ever thought about having your own podcast? He was 70 years old at the time. And he said, I'm sure it would be fun, but I'm 70. I'm retired. I want to feel like I'm retired, even though it'd be fun. I don't want to take on any extra work. It was not my plan. But when he said that, I just jumped in and said, well, what if I do all the work and you only have to show up? He thought about it, called me two weeks later and said, yes, let's do it. The point that that needs to be made there is part of that, part of what happened was luck because his sister-in-law was a park ranger because all these other factors. The other piece though, is I was, I was ready. I was good enough where I could make an offer that I could back up. And I asked so th- those are, those are, yes, there was some luck, but you make your own luck quite often. Two, I was ready for the opportunity when it came. And three, that you, one of the ways you become more successful, or there's two, I'll say two. One of them is to ask more and two is to offer more. It's mm, brilliant. Yeah. So many times we, we talk ourselves out of something, right? Like, oh, that person will never talk to me. They're too A-list. Um, I can never get into that show or I can never get onto that stage or I can never get my foot in the door for that interview. And, and the reality is you just offer your best foot forward and ask. And, and what's the worst that could happen, right? Somebody says no. <laughs> That's right. Well, well, what happens though, Jerry, is we too often say no for other people. Because right. I could I could have this idea and I say, no, nah, Jerry probably wouldn't want to do that. And then I don't ask. So I've said no for you. But Jerry's an adult. I should let him say no for himself. So just just ask, ask for more and let it happen. Yeah. And you never know. Maybe something that the person says no, but it comes back around. You've planted a seed and. You just never know. So let people say no for themselves. Nice. Yeah. And, and your relationship with Lee Cockrell over the years, I mean, now your your business is around helping people start a podcast. You've helped launch multiple podcasts. Um, you've almost created a niche without really intentionally creating a niche among Disney leaders. Uh, you know, Jeff Knoll, I believe, uh, if Disney ran your life, Dan Cockrell, name might sound familiar. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, how, what would you say are some of the, the, the biggest things that came out of that connection with Lee over the years? Being exposed to high level executives has certainly been one. When you work with someone like Lee Cockrell and you do a great job, people notice, and then that leads 
to other people reaching out and saying, can you do for me what you do for him? So that, that's been a great one. It's, it's given me opportunities that certainly wouldn't have been there before. So just being there doing great work and gosh, that's, that's such a good endorsement to have someone like Lee saying, yeah, he, he does good work. His endorsement's better than that, but that's the short version. <laughs> and were you doing, were you doing speaking engagements before you even connected with Lee or have you seen like a connection there? Like, was he the one to give you the swift kick in the pants and say, get out there on the stage? I had started doing them locally wherever I could find an opportunity. I live in a small town though. So it's not like there were that many opportunities, but I would speak to like the home builders association, the economic development council, the co-working space had a series of speaking engagements they would put on. So I was speaking at things like that. And then the first big stage I was on Lee Cockrell and I spoke at podcast movement in, in Fort Worth back in 2015. That was the first big one. And then from there, it's it's just gotten better. But my goodness, that was quite for for being my first big stage outside of just speaking local. And I'm on stage with Lee Cockrell, the guy that ran Disney World. And then I look as if that's not enough. I look out in the audience and although I didn't know him yet, that's Aaron Walker was there. So mm-hmm. he came up after to talk to us. But I did recognize Bob Berg, the author of The Go-Giver. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah. well, how did this happen? I'm on stage with Lee Cockrell, and there's Bob Berg out in the audience. And and gosh, the, for the first big speaking engagement, that that was something. Yes. It's just uh, every story I've heard about somebody who had a really good mentor, uh, or any mentor for that matter, uh, is, is the number of doors that open, not just literal ones in terms or metaphorical ones, I guess that would be. You know, because a literal one would be an actual door, Jerry. Got it. Okay, got it. So metaphorically, you know, the doors have opened. You've met new people. Uh, you met more executives. You've met uh, more and more folks that just expanded your horizon. And, you know, the other opening of doors of, you know, possibilities, just thinking about and having a mindset that embraced more possibilities than what you had before. Um, and, and sometimes I even hear that mentors themselves grow Um what ways would you say that you've noticed, because uh, you can't speak for Lee, uh, but in what ways have you noticed Lee has grown because of the partnership you've had? Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Show to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into CapShow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. CapShow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash CapShow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now... Back to the show. I think one of the areas, one of the things I've brought to Lee is to realize the possibilities that were are there for him. Now you would think, okay, he ran Disney World. He has a his first book, Creating Magic. All four of his books are great. Creating Magic, though, is a tremendous seller. Even now, it came out 11, 12 years ago. Still a tremendous seller. 
he speaks all over the world, but he had never thought of doing a podcast. He had never ha- thought of having small private events of his own. He hadn't done well, a lot of the stuff that, that we're doing it just, so just to see that he, his possibilities have opened and now he thinks in a, in a different way of, Oh, we, we can take this and make it available to people. For example, he is a big planner. He always, one of his books is time management magic. He always carries his day timer. One of the questions he was getting constantly was Lee, tell, tell us your morning routine. How do you plan every day? Which is a, a valid question. This is someone who ran Disney world. You would think, well, however he spends his morning planning, that's gotta be good. He's a busy guy. Well, that led to us creating the morning magic planner. Oh, and wow. that yeah. that's been downloaded thousands of times. And and he had never thought of putting something like that together. And now that's where Lee is after eight years of us working together, that he'll start to come up with ideas like that of his own. Like, what if we did this? How could we offer it to people? Because he when I started working with Lee, this will give you an idea what type of guy he is. I did all this research on him. When he called me back and said he he wanted to work together, I said, give me two months to do research, and then we'll start recording the podcast. So I read all of his blog posts, read his books, watched any video I could. And then I asked him, Lee, of all you've done, executive at Marriott, he opened 100 hotels mm-hmm. for Marriott, opened Disneyland Paris, executive vice president at Walt Disney World. Creating Magic was a great book. Of all that, Lee, what do you want to be known for? And he said, I want people to remember me as a teacher. Wow. And to realize that that's his biggest goal. And now I see him looking for new ways to teach people. It's not just about getting on as many stages as possible. It's how can I reach more people at all levels, beginners in their career, students, new managers, executives. So I think that's, that is one way that from our relationship, Yes, Lee is the mentor, but working with me has opened up new possibilities for him, just like it has for me, and it's changed the way he thinks about things, just like he's changed the way I think. Yeah. I love, I just love that story. I mean, I think about it all the time. If you were to ask anybody who who's worked with me over the years, um, that connection between the two of you has come up more than anything um, because you essentially found a way to get a mentor to work alongside that mentor, you've grown, you've achieved a lot of your goals. You've even moved the goalposts a number of times for yourself to do things that are bigger than you had before, but you've also influenced Lee to grow out of his own comfort zones. And and so for those who think, well, I don't need a mentor, I should be mentoring people. Well, chances are, if you're thinking that way, you, you probably need a mentor too. But if you do find yourself mentoring somebody else, be open to that possibility that the person you're mentoring is also going to pour into you and grow you. Uh, if you're, you're interested in starting a podcast and you don't know what to make the podcast about, Chances are there's somebody out there you know and respect who's further along in their life and career than you are. Have a co-host and have that person be the co-host and offer something similar to this. Uh, We're not guaranteeing that you're going to be on the speaking circuit or you're going to make six-figure income or anything like that, but you are going to grow. You are going to change, and also the person mentoring you is going to grow and change. Uh, Now, shifting gears a little bit, uh, so you've got 
the idea of mentors. It's a one-on-one kind of conversation. Uh, someone is typically further along in their life or career than you are. Uh, but then there's also masterminds or groups that you could be a part of. Um, I'll, I'll just stick with the phrase masterminds because it just sounds cool. Like we're going to take over the world. <laughs> uh, and you've, you've started one called the Phoenix club. And, um, uh, so tell, and then of course with, with leave also run, um, the creating, uh, is it creating magic mastermind? I think I'd seen yeah, it. That's yeah. Right. Um, been following you for all these years. It's like, I should, I should know all these things, just not, not memorized, but you know. Uh, so tell us about masterminds. Like what is a mastermind? What are the benefits we get out of that? And then how do they help? And if we forget this part, I'll just bring it back, bring us back to it. And how do masterminds help us achieve our goals in that respect? Masterminds are, are way different than having mentors. It's, it's almost, so let's, let's just focus first on the creating magic mastermind because we just had a, one in Orlando our best one yet. I say that every time. And it's always true that our last one is our best one yet because we keep getting better at it. We we had this one in Orlando. It's a day and a half. We had people from all over the country, our first international guests as well, because we had someone from Canada. Well, th- we all gathered in Orlando and they, we, people come, we, we prep them ahead of time that they come with a big opportunity or a big challenge that they need people's help on. And what happens is people come for Lee. They think I want, cause it's, it's pretty good fee to get time with Lee when you consider what it would cost to have him do a speech or whatever. So people come to spend time with Lee and they find out that the gold is the group. It's not Lee. Yeah. You're there for Lee. It's great. You get time with Lee, but to have such diversity in the room. And, and we, for example, one of them years ago, we had one, there was someone that did work in prisons and she came with a problem. And the person that gave her the best advice was someone who owned a painting company. Where else was she going to have that conversation? She wouldn't think to reach out to the owner of a painting company in Cincinnati about the issue she's having with and they they focused on mental health in prison and and that that's just amazing to, to know that that happened and now this last one we had special guests we had Dewan Rivers who was vice president of Disney's Animal Kingdom he came and spoke to the group we had Rich Taylor who ran entertain live entertainment for Disney he came and spoke to the group the CEO of Icon Park came and spoke to the group now that is a a one time mastermind group and and I can talk more about that the other is ongoing types where and I've been I've been involved in these where it's usually a small group of people and you, you have calls once a week or a couple times a month but it's very similar to what Lee and I do in person where you're all focused on helping each other with their with problems and you become such good friends because you're going through a lot together and trying to help the other people be successful. And, th- and that's part of the key is that everybody has to be invested in everyone else's success, not just show up to get something out of it. It won't work that way. And then there's a third type. Jerry mentioned I, I started the Phoenix Club. There's a reason behind that name, which I, I can share. It doesn't matter the story, but it's different in that it's a bigger group where um, a mastermind might be 10 to 15 people, let's say. But then these online groups, like the one I have started, it is a bigger 
group of people. And rather than it being so individualized, it's more focused on community, the the networking, the getting to, to know people. And we in the Phoenix Club, we'll, we have a lot of guest speakers. So I lead a, I will lead a call once a month. We'll have community led calls, but also I use my vast network to bring other people in, so the group can get exposed to them and learn from them. And but but it's a much bigger group. It, different than what I think of when, when I think mastermind still worthwhile to be involved in because of the networking, because of who you meet and that sort of thing called the Phoenix club. My group is because Dan Cockrell and I, Dan is Lee Cockrell's son. Dan was the vice president of Disney's animal King, not animal kingdom, magic kingdom. Magic kingdom. Yep. And Dan and I started an online group, but Dan's business had, has just exploded since COVID and he's all over the world. He, he went five months straight without coming home. Him and his wife, wow. Valerie, were on the road five months before they came back to their place in Colorado. And he just got to where he couldn't keep the commitments he made to the group. So he decided, I have to let it go. And then I took it over. I We let the group fold, and then I restarted it from the ashes of the first group. Wow. Therefore, it's called the Phoenix Club. And Dan's logo is a rooster. Dan Cockerell rooster. So the logo of the Phoenix Club is a rooster rising up like a phoenix. So that, <laughs> yeah, that's where it all comes from. I love that. It's good to know the story behind that too. It just it gives that group some culture behind it as well, especially if they're they've been following Dan Cockerell's work and your work together, and uh, if they're part of the OG type of group. Now with uh, like the Phoenix Club are they kind of a cohort? Like they run for a certain number of months and then off they go. Cause I, you and I were chatting before we hit record that you're not keeping this group open indefinitely like this week when we're recording. So by the time the listener listens, we may, you know, we may be onto another group or another opening or it may be closed. Um, so how does that work? Like, do they sign on for a certain number of months, number of years? Is it, you know, indefinitely for them? Uh, yeah. It's month to month. So if, if, we're not doing a good enough job to keep you coming back. You can just drop out whenever you want. There's no long-term commitment. It's month to month because it's going to be good enough. You won't want to leave. The reason behind having staggered openings or just occasional openings is I don't want to always focus on growing the group. If it's always open, that would be on top of my mind. Well, we got to get some new members this month. I just want to focus on the people in the group and two or three times a year. Yeah. I'll focus on new members for a week or two and then that's it. Otherwise it's just you. If you're in the group, we're focused on you. We're not worried about new members. We're just pouring into you being there and you getting the most out of it. So you don't sign up for a set amount of months. It's, it's month to month. However you want to stay. If we're not holding our end of the bargain up and making this well, we're because it, it's a pretty cheap investment. So if it's not worth your time to be there for that amount, then by all means, go ahead and drop out. Yeah. That, so we don't we don't ask for a commitment now. Many regular masterminds quite often will say if it's an ongoing group, when you sign up, you know you're in it for a year. That that sort of thing. But but no, this group I'm doing not. Nah. And then the what Leah Cockrell and I do with the Creating Magic Masterminds, that's just a one-time commitment. You know you're committed to coming to this live event in Orlando. This last one we did, though, we had eight 
returnees, which is the most we've ever had people. Wow. That, so that tells us, well, gosh, we, we must be doing something right. If eight people came back, even though they've already been to one. Yeah. And it says a lot because those eight people didn't come back because they failed miserably from the last time. They probably saw some exponential level of growth because of it and said, well, if it worked for me last time, I'm coming back this time because I have another thing I want to work on and it's going to help propel me to the next level. And that's, that's a really good sign uh, in, in my humble opinion because <laughs> they came back for more. Uh, now, how does somebody decide which is the best for them? A one-time event, uh, a one-year type of commitment or an ongoing uh, type of setup? I think the first thing to look at is, is what do you need? If you need to grow your network, then a, a group, something like the Phoenix club, and there's a lot out there. So of course I want you to look into my group, but there are a lot out there. You can, you can look into to those it, that that's a great way to grow your network, get exposed to new authorities on different topics if they have guest speakers. So that is a great one for, for that sort of group. If you want more direct, intimate, personal help, then a mastermind is the way to go because you will go in deep with, with the group of people and you'll build fringe. Well, you, you'll build good friendships in a, in a group as well, but a mastermind, you just get to know people way deeper because you you really understand their problems and and what they're going through and they help you and you help them and and a one time event like the one with lead that that's actually a great place to start if you if you're new to this sort of thing and you you just have one particular issue you want to solve but so much more has come out of that we I know we've had people that have done some business together we've had some people hired people they met at one of our events it it's been it's been great so i think if you're uncertain a great place to start is with a group because the the monthly fee is usually quite a bit lower than a than a mastermind and you just get exposed to what it's like being in something like this and you'll you'll just meet new people and so start there if you if you need a format to go deeper with people move into a mastermind group because you go a lot deeper you get to know people better you work on your specific thing so that that would be how i would look at it kind of like a dip your toe in the water with a group and then take when you're ready take the plunge just jump in with a mastermind nice yeah that's that's very helpful too to discern each of those types of groups or or masterminds um yeah, so you got your event based, you got kind of your short term deep dive into all things, and then you got the networking type of uh, uh, groups where you can you can help each other, uh, you can connect. Maybe it's not right now that you help each other, but maybe it's further down the road. Uh, so all good things. Uh, what do you have next on the horizon for you, by the way? Well, the one of the things I've been working on is uh, building out courses. So I get a lot of inquiries about podcasting. But I don't really take on new podcasts and I don't I don't have as much room to help people launch podcasts like I used to because I'm so busy with the other stuff, build helping executives build their their content and all that. So what I decided to do is I I love it when people can get their 
message out into the world and their voice. I, and I know how valuable podcasting is. So I still want to help people with that. So I've built a suite of courses, podcast magic. That's about how to have a great podcast podcast guest magic, which is about how to make the most out of being a guest on someone else's podcast, which I like to do. That's why I'm here right now with Jerry. And then the third one is podcast interview magic, which is how to do great interviews. And I, I've just been lucky over the last eight, 2014, since I started my show, I've done my goodness. It's got to be 1700 episodes. I haven't counted in a while, but 1700 <laughs> episodes, hundreds of interviews. And if I can help other people in that, whether it's starting a podcast or doing better interviews or being guests on podcasts, then I want to do it. I just didn't have the time to help everyone I could. So I said, I'll put it all in courses and that way I can reach more people. So that's one that I'm finishing up on. I, I, uh, start, I partnered with Morgan James Publishing and that, and have my own imprint with them called Magic Press. Our first book just came out this summer in August. It was Lee Cockrell's Career Magic. So we've got some more books in the works there, including my own. I will finally get that out, hopefully next, next year. Nice. It's, so in addition to the, the courses, Lee and I have some new things in the works. We'll keep the masterminds going, the Cockerel Academy, but we've got some new workshops that we're working on. That, that, that'll be a lot of fun. There's a, a new former executive who I'm helping get their content out into the world. That I don't want to say anything too soon, but I, I think he's going to do a great job. And then there's a couple other people I'm, I'm helping launch their podcast one that's about to come so i'll go ahead and say it tim dick world at work that that show is gonna that's gonna be a great show and i'm i'm actually gonna host some episodes of that show we're, we're doing something interesting i've never seen it work quite like this but there's two hosts there's like rotating hosts for that so I know folks can find you at jodymayberry.com. So that's M-A-B-E-R-R-Y. Uh, where else can folks find you? Well, uh, that's, of course, the best place to start because you can find all the podcasts I do there. You like this podcast, so you might also like the Jody Mayberry show. And then the the park leader show, it's for park rangers, but you would be surprised the conversations about leadership. I think some of the best leaders I've ever been exposed to are in parks. So you'll get to hear some of those conversations. Creating Disney magic is if anyone knows me for anything, it's usually that show because it's got such a big audience. So that's a tremendous show. So that's a, that's a great place to start. And if you have considered whether or not you would like a podcast, a good way to work through that. If you go to jodymayberry.com, you can download a guide that I have called podcast magic which yeah, that's the same name as my course, but podcast magic will really help you walk through how to get your show started, what you need to think about, how to think about your first few episodes. And that that's a really good guide. So that's a good place to start. You can find that at jodymayberry.com. Nice. But I would either go there or just go straight to your podcast app, find the Jody Mayberry show. Awesome sauce. And any final words of wisdom before the internet decides to cut us off? Yeah, that's that's right. That my internet is tricky today. I will go back to something that I said earlier. One of the the keys to my success has been to ask more and offer more. If you just start doing that, ask for one more thing this week than you normally do, 
offer one more thing this week than you normally do. You will start seeing a noticeable difference before long. Awesome. Jody, I am so grateful you were able to come on here. I'm glad that the internet held out long enough for us to, to get a, a full conversation in here. And uh, it's just always great to run into you. Thank you. Well, thanks, Jerry. And, and perhaps by the time I return from my fourth visit, we'll, we'll have real internet here. <laughs> we'll just keep beefing up the infrastructure in that little town. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Jerry. Now, if you like everything you heard in this episode, you can check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 342. There you'll find links to jodymayberry.com, uh, to some of the shows he's been a part of, and other interviews I've done with Jody. This was not his first time on the show. It was probably his third, I believe, maybe his fourth. I stopped counting. But if it's his fourth, then my friend Scott Green will want to be back on the show again. You loved hearing him talk with us about ROI on your career. So you can take that episode, combine it with this episode, and really take your career to another level. Now, I'm just curious. Do you have any goals lined up for yourself? Have you written them down and made them plain as tablets? Because there are four things that will help you succeed in your goals. Number one is you have them written down and they're clear to you. Uh, Using the smart format is a great way to do it. The second thing is having a commitment to action. So what is the thing you're going to do on a daily or weekly basis to succeed? The third thing is sharing it with an accountability partner. And then the fourth is giving regular updates to that accountability partner or group. So in this conversation, we talked about the power of mentors, the power of mastermind groups. And in the previous episode, we talked about the power of accountability. Now, if you want to get started in that process, I invite you to go to beyondtherut.com slash goals, and there you can download a free workbook called Measure It to Make It, and you'll be able to work through a lot of those ideas. Now, if you want, I can work with you in that book, give you a 30-minute call to go from start to finish, and make sure it works for you. Now, if that's the case, send me an email, info at beyondtherut.com. I'll be more than happy to sit down with you for 30 minutes for free. And you just got to let me know you listen to episode 342 with Jody Mayberry and you want to take me up on that offer. I'll do that for the year of 2023. And uh, if you hear this in 2024, we'll see what I'm doing then. Anyway, that's all I've got. I'm glad you joined me this week. I look forward to joining you again next week. But until next time, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Capshow is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Capshowian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Capshow team today and join me inside that community.